My name is Vivian with Future Pharmacy Leaders. And what is your name? Jose. And your occupation? Uh, I work for AT&T. Okay. And what do you think that pharmacists do? I feel like they give out information about medicines and, you know, stuff that could help people out. You know, okay. a little bit better than... I'll say a little bit, it's like the first line of defense. Instead of going to the doctor, let's say you need a medication, you, you know, but ask pharmacists and they'll be able to, you know, guide you. Okay, awesome. Thank you very much. No this is the Pharmacy Future Leaders Podcast, part of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Pharmacy Future Leaders is a podcast dedicated to pharmacy students by pharmacy students who are committed to making an impact on our healthcare system and providing optimal patient care as innovative and leading pharmacists. As Pharmacy Future Leaders, we dedicated our lifetime of service to others through the profession of pharmacy. We will consider the welfare of humanity and relief of suffering as our primary concerns as we apply our knowledge, experience, and skills to the best of our ability to assure optimal outcomes for our patients. And now, here are your hosts and Pharmacy Future Leaders. Welcome to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. I'm your host, Haley Ward, from the Pharmacy Future Leaders. Today's episode is going to be fun. Guess who's back, 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 back I'm joined today by co-host Joan Payo and our special guest, recent NSU graduate, Bibi Barrios. Welcome to this episode, girls. I'm so excited to have you guys on. Are you guys excited for today? Super excited. I'm very excited, yes. And for everyone listening today, it's going to be a treat. And Bibi, since it's your first time on the show, let's start with you. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Where did you do your undergrad? Tell us your story and how you got to pharmacy school. Yeah, so I went to Miami Dade straight out of high school, and that's where I took most of my prereqs for pharmacy. And from there, I went to FIU, and I majored in psych in undergrad. And then from there, I went to pharmacy school, and I just graduated in May. And right now, I'm studying for the NAPLEX and the MPJE, so I'm pretty excited. Congratulations, BB. I can imagine how excited you are. Can you explain to the audience what the NAPLEX is as well as what is the MPJE? Yes. So the NAPLEX is a standardized exam where they test you on everything that you need to know to be a pharmacist. So medications, the brands, the generic, the dosing, the indications. And it's a six-hour exam with 250 questions, so it's pretty big deal. And the MPJE is also a big deal, but it's um, about three hours exam, and that's where they ask you about the law, the state laws for pharmacy. And Bibi, how are you preparing for this, uh, for both of these exams? Because this is a full-time job where you're studying day in and day out. Yeah, so I basically study from wake up to go to sleep. And um, we have a book called Path Naplex Now that was provided by our school, along with the online courses where they have videos and practice quizzes and exams. So I do those, and it's a lot of repetition. And for the MPJE, we have a guide from the University of Florida that is, um, it's like a study guide where you can read it, and it has the statutes and also has some videos as well. 
Wow, Bibi, you're spending a lot of time on this. Thank you so much for joining us again. One of the things that is very frustrating to me as a pharmacy student is that we spend so much time in school for years, just like medical doctors. Some of us are going to do a residency after school, but we don't have healthcare provider status, which means that we cannot get paid for our services. We cannot bill the insurance company every time we do a blood pressure reading or we take someone's glucose. And so I, that's like very frustrating to me. And why do you guys think that pharmacists don't have healthcare provider status? I think because members of the community don't know what pharmacists do. Some of them think that pharmacists are just pill counters. It's like that. It's like we're this valuable merchandise, but nobody knows how valuable we are. I absolutely see that. Well, for today's episode, we went out to the community to test our theory. Do members of the community actually know what pharmacists do? Bibi, what did you think when Joanna and I approached you about this idea of hitting the streets and interviewing members of the community? I was very excited about it. I thought it would be very interesting to actually hear people's answers, their honest answers. And it was, it was pretty fun, actually. Were you nervous to, to conduct the interviews? At first, I was a little bit nervous because I didn't think people would be open to it. But surprisingly, they were. And it was actually fun. It wasn't as nerve wracking as I thought it would be. Joanne, what about you? Was it nervous? Uh, were you nervous to, to uh, interview complete strangers on the street? It was so nerve wracking just to go up to someone and say, hi, ma'am, I'm with, with Pharmacy Future Leaders. Do you mind if I record you and ask you what pharmacists do? But it's okay if you don't know the answer. That's great. That's great. So without <laughs> further ado, let's break the suspense. Here's what do pharmacists do? So Bibi, this first interview was yours. Tell us about your interaction. This one, I believe, is the one about um, our school teacher. And it was very interesting to hear his perspective. He kind of thinks that pharmacists are like nurses, um, but we know that, well, they're not at all. So let's hear it. Hello, my name is Phoebe. I'm doing a podcast with Pharmacy Future Leaders. Can I have your name, please? My name is Dwayne. And what is your occupation, Dwayne? I am an elementary school teacher. Okay, and what do you think that pharmacists do? Um, I believe pharmacists are ones that prescribe and also are ones to recommend certain medications to patients that come to certain places such as Walgreens, CVS, or any um, place that has a, phar a pharmaceutical store. Okay. Do they really do anything else? Um, yeah, they're in tune with, I guess, the field of nursing. They need to know, um, I guess, different mind, uh, I guess, brain stimulation, stimulation of the... What's the work with other people? Like, it's a professional. Pretty much. They're, they're not... Ner they are nurses in their own field. They're ones that are able to know or accommodate a certain situation or a health problem with somebody and give you their best, um, I guess, recommendation, you would say. Uh, like experts. Uh, their expert opinion. 
Okay. But um, they're not doctors, so they can't give you their full thing without, you right. know, but they need to know at least what can work and what cannot work. Poor thing. So, he tried so hard. <laughs> he he really so did. So what he was saying, even though it's a little, it's a lot off, but in the end, he does mention how they, they can't give their full thing, he says. And I think that that goes back to the provider status. So pharmacists are limited. And if they had the provider status, I feel like they would have more ability to take charge and make more of a difference in each patient. One key thing he mentioned is the nurses. He said that they're like nursing. I noticed like when I'm watching TV, there's a bunch of commercials about how nurses are so important. I don't know if you guys ever saw that commercial with a nurse giving a patient their chemotherapy and he's like, Hannah, banana. Did you guys ever see that I've one? I've never seen that mm. one. No, I'm going to have to look it up. And where I'm going with this is why are there no commercials about pharmacists, about what pharmacists do? Because there are so many drug interactions that we catch every day. Why isn't there a commercial that says, hey, you didn't die today because a, a pharmacist a was pharmacy. on the job? Absolutely. I completely agree, Joanne. I feel like we're so underrepresented. It's, it's, it's crazy. You see movies and also um, shows that portray you know, nurses and doctors, but there's never a show about pharmacists. I completely agree that we need a TV show about pharmacists. And actually for my project, um, my senior project, it was for a TV show for pharmacists. What was it and called? Then, uh, the name was changed a lot of times. I can't remember the last name that they chose. But throughout the research that we did for that project, we came across a TV show that's actually being put out. It's called Vile. I haven't actually seen it, but it'd be interesting to look it up. And I've actually seen a few episodes um, and it's interesting because it's a parody, you know, it's, it's a comedy show about retail and how customers are mean when they come up to the counter. And it's as a former pharmacy tech, I saw the show and I was like, oh my gosh, hands down, this is so exactly how community pharmacy is. Everybody's mad at us until we give them what they want. And it reminded me of Universal Arts Pharmacy where I used to work and where we met BB. Um, but I feel like they've left out a lot. Um, I guess we can have another discussion about this after you guys have seen a few of the episodes. But I feel like it's more of a making fun of the profession. Whereas, like Joanne said, if it were something like Grey's Anatomy, they'd be pointing out the good things that the pharmacists were doing where you found an interaction and saved somebody's life or, you know, you're adjusting medication so that they're safe and stable, you know. So, I have yeah, we need show. a mig. We need a mig dreamy. That's what we need. We need a mig dreamy <laughs> <Yeah>. pharmacist. <laughs> I don't care what the show is. We just need a mig dreamy, and pharmacists <laughs> will have provider status after we find the mig dreamy pharmacist. I agree. Um, that sounds so good. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. So Joanne, you did interview number two. Here it is. Hi, this is Joanne with Pharmacy Future Leaders Podcast, and I'm doing a survey. I'm with Sharon Hudson-Lazarus with the Misdemeanor Drug Court with the Broward Sheriff's Office. Perfect. And what do you think pharmacists do? Um, assist me in figuring out what uh, drugs the clients can take, uh, um, figuring out dosages, prescriptions, um, drugs that will help them stay abstinent, 
Um, what's the proper dosage? Is there a, is a huge thing in drug court once they start to get clean and sober? Um, the dangers in using um, uh, drugs that aren't prescribed to them or too much of, of one drug um, and doing family education. Do you know that pharmacists do not have provider status, so they can't prescribe medication? Right. Do you think that's something you would want to see your pharmacist doing Absolutely. in your profession? Absolutely. It would make our lives a lot easier. <laughs> Thank you so much. So Joanne, tell us a little bit about this. Where were you? How did this come about? So I actually went to this health conference and I met the lady there. She was doing her continuing education. She works at the Broward County Sheriff's Office and she has, she plays, how do I say this correctly? She is daily in her job. She daily interacts with the pharmacist. So she knows the value of the pharmacist. So it made me rethink our hypothesis that the community doesn't know what pharmacists do because there are people in the community that do know and those are people in the health field. But it's the people who are not in the health field who are just super confused. The doctors know, oh yeah, the pharmacist, he's good. He, he calls me and tells me like, oh, I wrote the prescription wrong. But um, yeah, so this, this interview was very interesting. I, I really appreciate her passion and enthusiasm for pharmacists. It's Vivi, and I'm doing a podcast with our ex-pharmacy future leaders. So if I could have your name. Fernando. Your occupation. I'm a server as well. And what do you think pharmacists do? Uh, pharmacists sell drugs. That's, that's it. it. Yeah, that's all. Okay. <laughs> Bibi, what do you think about it? I agree with you. I think that it's very nice to see that um, there's people that do understand what we do and appreciate it and see the value in it. And it'd be great if we could just get the word out there to other people that are not in the healthcare field so that they do understand more what pharmacists do. I completely agree. I feel like we need to go out into the community community. And it was nice to see the the elementary school teacher you know he somewhat had an idea but he didn't because he doesn't work in the healthcare field and the other interviews that we played earlier the server he had no idea you know pharmacists sell drugs that's pretty much what everybody thinks we do and it's it's nice to see that you know she works in the drug court so she has that interaction every day so she can um she can realize and point out how valuable pharmacists are like you guys said Haley, this last interview is yours. Can you tell us about it? So I was actually doing my um, I, second IPP rotation at the hospital, and um, I happened to know one of the, one of the therapy department um, therapists, and I asked her, and we started having a conversation, and this is what she said. Welcome to the Pharmacy Future Leaders. I'm here with Robin Waters. And Robin, what's your occupation? I'm an occupational therapist assistant. Okay, and I wanted to ask you today, what do you think pharmacists do? I think that pharmacists dispense medication. They also make recommendations, knowing that their background is knowing what the medications are. So they give advice on what to take, um, brands versus the other. My total interaction with pharmacists is really at the pharmacy at CVS. 
Okay. And um, I don't know if you know, but we don't have provider status where it means that we cannot prescribe medications. What do you think about that? I think it makes sense. I think that the doctors write the scripts and then the pharmacists dispense the medications. I do know that the pharmacists sometimes have had to call the doctor's offices, though, because there have been errors or the pharmacist didn't agree with what, or maybe it was like contraindicating with another med that my son was receiving. So I know they've made calls. So, I mean, as of right now, with my knowledge, I feel that makes sense that the doctors prescribe and the pharmacist dispense. But, I mean, maybe with more knowledge, I'd, I'd change my answer. So do you think pharmacists are medication experts? Yeah. Okay. Would you think that it would make sense for medication experts to prescribe you medications? <laughs> You're so sneaky. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for your time. Sneaky Haley. I mean, I had to sneak that in there. That was such perfect timing. Medication experts should prescribe you medications. I mean, I don't know. I'm not saying for pharmacists to prescribe all medications because obviously physicians are needed. They are good at what they do. Um, I just think that pharmacists should be allowed to be reimbursed for the services they provide, like you said earlier, for blood uh, glucose screening and for cholesterol screening, um, bone density, all these, all these things that people can go into CVS, Walgreens, all these community pharmacies and get done. And yet these healthcare providers who are there are not being paid for their time. They're doing it for free, pretty much. And nobody likes to work for free. Trust me, especially no. the loans that we carry. <laughs> <laughs> so although these interviews were, you know, they made us laugh and they were really fun to record, it shows how underrepresented pharmacy is. It's one of the professions that has the least amount of representation and it's up to us as students and pharmacists to march to Capitol Hill and to our state senators and advocate for our profession. Um, I was actually reading a story this morning on Pharmacy Today, and it was about Dr. Caitlin Minton of Columbus, Ohio, who met with a patient for half an hour, and she was explaining to him his newly diagnosed diabetes. And according to the article, which we'll add on so everybody can have a chance to read on it, Dr. Minton had she had been the only healthcare provider that gave him the time of day and actually talked to him like a person. And that's what he stated. He started to cry and he said, wow, nobody, not even my physician, took the time to explain to me what's happening, you know? And um, although she dedicated all this time, she wasn't able to, to charge for, for the services because she's not recognized as a healthcare provider. So I think this is a battle that we're not going to win unless students and pharmacists join forces and represent because that's the main thing. If we don't have lobbyists at Capitol Hill, we're not going to make this bill pass. Well, I do know that APHA does have some lobbyists um, advocating for us. But I do want to add, yeah, you need the pharmacists, you need the pharmacy students, but you need the general public. The general public is what make bills pass. If the general public, those walking into CVS, even though they're angry at you, if they don't see your value, they're not going to go to their um, representative. A, I want my pharmacist to get paid. You know, the, we need the general public to understand what pharmacists do. So let's make a commercial. Who's on board with us? Absolutely. Let's make a show. Let's, <laughs> let's get Grey's Anatomy going on. Pharmacist Anatomy. Let's do this, guys. Oh, I, I would love that. <laughs> That's so good. I mean, we just, it's up to us. It's up to us to get you know, talk to your neighbor, talk to the person you see at the line at the store, you know, let them know the schools to start an uh, innovative 
initiatives where we do healthcare screenings and let them know. And by word of mouth, that's how it spreads, you know. And it's exactly what you said, Joanne. And we have the people who are voting, which we're coming around election time soon. The people who are voting are the ones who have the word. And it's exactly what you said. We need to inform them so that they can fight for us. Perfect. And I'm just so happy we had Bibi on the show today because she's a newly minted pharmacist who's going to pass her NAPLEX and MPJE. We're putting positive thoughts out there. And we just know she's going to represent us to her full capabilities and that every patient interaction that they have with her will show the benefit that pharmacists can make in a patient's life. Thank you so much, Bibi. Thank you. I appreciate those positive thoughts and I definitely will make you proud. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today. Please remember to follow us on Instagram at Pharmacy Future Leaders and on Twitter at Leaders Pharmacy for regular updates on the show and future endeavors. This is Pharmacy Future Leaders. The mission of the Pharmacy Future Leaders podcast is to support all pharmacy students by providing advice, direction, stories, and sharing with each other. Be sure to use the hashtag Pharmacy Future Leaders on all social media. We thank you for listening to our podcast. Please send us an email if you're interested in being on the show. Send your message to pharmacyfutureleaders at gmail.com. Just remember, never give up, stay positive, eat healthy, get your sleep, and know why you wanted to be a pharmacist from the beginning to help others live healthier lives. We are Pharmacy Future Leaders. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.